Stomy West Coast Rap Man, and welcome to my podcast, You Bitch. Welcome back to another episode of Yet at the Podcast, hosted by yours truly, the homie West Coast Rob. Before we get started, first and foremost, the views and opinions you may hear on this episode are just that, the views and opinions of not only myself, but my guests. So if you're easily offended, disagree with them, or dislike them, well, there's a simple solution to all that, and that's stop listening. However, if you care to partake in the conversation, then keep tuning in. Yeah, that. Welcome, welcome, welcome back everyone to episode number five of Yeah, that the podcast Hosted by yours truly, West Coast Roberto, the big homie himself. On today's episode, we have a special guest, man. The big homie, James Mooney. Successful entrepreneur, hybrid athlete, overall savage. But before we get into that, you know, we got to recap episode number four which we went over pros and cons of 2020 you know um there are a lot of pros and cons in the year 2020 in episode four we recapped a bunch of them you know we listed them from the cons being COVID-19 and and shutdowns and all that to the pros being new hobbies um family bonding and etc so if you're eager to eager to hear what the pros and cons and discussions on that topic were, please tune in to episode four. We also talked about mentality and mental maturity, the ages of um, mental maturity in regards to men and women and how they affect you and people and how they how they act and being products of their environment, et cetera, et cetera. And we also talked about OnlyFans, man. You know what I'm saying? How OnlyFans is booming. And, you know, I know a lot of people doing OnlyFans. So check out episode four on every podcast platform out there. Yeah, that. But for episode five, man, we're going to go. And what we have a special guest, like I said, the big homie James Mooney. I've known James for about, it's going on four years now. I met him at my first bodybuilding show back in 2017 and this is actually the first time I've actually um, spoken to James we've just been following one another and chopped it up via social media and we finally got to sit down chop it up you know and James gives advice for those of you out there who are wanting to start your own businesses trying to be a sponsored athlete um, he also gives his points of views in regards to government shutdowns and an abundance of shit. So please tune in. Let me know what you think. Please enjoy episode number five. And I'll 
get back with you on the wrap up of this episode so stay tuned next up my interview with james mooney man get it what's up bro how are you i'm good man how are you i'm doing all right man just just chilling trying to deal with this this covid bullshit but you know oh we'll get into that my man we'll get into that <laughs> uh, things with you man oh you know i can't complain over here man yeah you know, covid covid is booming over here where i am in texas but as work-wise it's no shutdown we've been working since day one of covid yeah yeah that's good that's good that's what we need yeah yeah how, well, how long man, have you been doing this so I just started, actually. i have probably about a month now. Okay. Yeah, man. You know, trying to follow in your footsteps, brother. <laughs> right on. Right Shit, on. Yeah, man. But appreciate it, man. Thanks for taking the time out and doing the show, man. I truly appreciate it, man. Yeah, for sure, man. I was, I'm so honored. Honored you want me to have me, have me on. Shit, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't <laughs> I, man? You're a fucking monster, bro. Monster. <laughs> so if you could give yourself, give a little introduction of who you are to my listeners, my man. Right on. Um, so my name is James Mooney. I run a company right now called Blast House Industries. It's a performance uh, supplement brand. And we launched at the beginning of COVID, actually, in March. And before that, I was uh, running a company called Gunsmith Clothing with my buddy Rob. Not Rob hosting the podcast, but uh, <laughs> Rob Tremonti. Big and, Rob. Yeah, we did that for several years. Um yeah, outside of that, just outside of the business aspect, I just like to train, do different things, you know, compete all across from bodybuilding to powerlifting to strongman. So keeps me Hell busy. Yeah. Keeps me busy. Keeps me sane. Hell yeah, man. We're going to go into the whole hybrid tour and all that stuff too, man. For sure. So, yeah. Whatever you want to talk about, let's, let's do it. Right on. So how we do it on here is like, so I have uh, an array of topics and then just all I ask from you is to keep it authentic and 100 man like you always do 100 percent for sure you know so uh, is swearing all right i might i might slip fuck up. yeah okay all right yeah fuck yeah you, you never know man. nowadays man some people get, <laughs> some people look at you weird oh no nah, hell no nah, man i'm 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 an adult you know what i'm saying yeah so right james how old are you man i turned fuck what is, i turned 34 last month okay. so yeah getting old oh shit right on yeah yeah i think i wish you happy birthday back then if not yeah. happy belated i appreciate it yeah yeah, man, I got a year on you. I'm 35. I got a year on you. It's 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 not as bad as people make it out to seem like. My not girl, not, my girl makes me feel old as fuck all the time because she's like four years younger. So I mean, she's <laughs> still old too, but like, yeah, she she makes me feel like like this is like the end of the line right here. No, <laughs> like, nah, no, I'm just getting started. Yeah, for real, in the prime, man. Yeah. Shout out to Chris. Yeah. Know. The 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 20s are the time when you fuck around and and make all the terrible decisions. Um, and in the 30s when you kind of clear it up a little bit, you know? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. My last episode, I touched bases on that, like mental maturity and all that stuff, man. You oh. you kind of you kind of do all that stuff when you're early 20s and all that, but yeah, 30s are grown. And every, everyone always talks about, like, you know, uh, you mature so much in your 20s, right? Like, but yeah. And I remember people telling me that, like, like, oh, man, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. You're 20. And I was like, yeah. nah, man, I know everything. And it's just you always it always regardless of like 
you know, the generation that came before you, it's always the same issues, right? Like you, you right. never, it never gets cleared up. You're never like, oh yeah, you're right. I don't know everything. I should, I should yeah. take a, take a moment and listen to this guy that's older than me. No, you got to yeah. figure out on your own. That's right, man. That's right. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so, so for all the followers, you know I mean, yeah. for those of them who don't know you, man, you're, you're a pretty big guy when it comes to social media, man. You got a, like 31,000 followers. So something like something like that, I think, it, yeah. I think it's it's been going down lately ever ever since uh I don't know I, with the the changes in social media I've, I've noticed it's kind of decreased a little bit but I'm okay with that because yeah. it's it's uh I would talk about that with Rob Tremani and I we were talking about that like in the gunsmith days like it's yeah. not about the the quantity of followers that you have it's more about the quality like the engagement the Hell yeah. you know you can have 100,000 followers but if you know 99,000 of them don't really give a shit about you or your message then you really don't you don't have shit you know oh yeah and that's the that, that's along the lines of the question i was going to ask you in regards to following and building it is it like do you really give a fuck if like people are like following and supporting you and shit like that or is it just whatever followers or whatever i mean i i'm not gonna lie i initially was like super into it right like and yeah. that's the that's that mental maturity aspect that mm -hmm. you talk about you know what i mean like yeah. when you first get going you're like man i want you know i want two million followers like bradley martin right like i want right. i want to be that guy i want to be that dude but then you realize you know like there are there's there's benefits to that and then there's there's you know downfalls to that right obviously the benefit yeah. is you get to reach more people with a message but then you know you have to have a message that's worth Two million followers, right? Like you have to have right. you have to have something to offer that. And I think a lot of people they get caught up in the follower counts, right? Like they want to have they want to be insta famous or you know, YouTube yep. famous. And they get caught up in that with and they fail to realize that like they fail to develop like their own voice. Right. They see somebody else doing something and they're like, Oh man, that guy has, you know, two million followers. I need to start doing what he's doing. Yeah. And so they stop they stop developing themselves and they start trying to copy. And I think yep. that's where we run into an issue is because you lose that authenticity, you know? Hell yeah. You can only fake it for so long before start, people start realizing that you're full of shit. Yep. Man, that's crazy that you touch you you're saying this shit because I've had I think my second episode I touched bases on that whole fucking topic, authenticity and not mimicking people who already made it. Like you gotta be authentic in yourself. Yeah, and it's I mean, and it's it's tough. It's not like an easy thing to do. I mean like I've fallen into that trap too, like where I'm like, you know what? I need to start getting more engagement. I need to start getting more people involved in this. And yeah. I'm going to start doing what like this stupid shit, like, like, um, like I started doing a lot of real world tactical style stuff, right? Like, yeah, you, yeah. you know, Tony and he, he yep. posts all these crazy circuits and I'm like, yeah, I, I do that sometimes, but I don't do it as often as I, as you know, he does maybe, but right. I started posting about those like all the time. Like I do that every single fucking day. And it's like, that's not who you are, dude. Like you're just doing this because people like to see that shit, right? Like yeah. that's not that you're 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 compromising what you do on a regular basis simply to get more likes, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's a, it's a trap that everyone falls into. I mean, I, I think it's oh, for one sure. of, it's one of those things that you have to constantly kind of remind yourself that you don't want to you don't want to end up like that. Right. So when it comes to the following, there's the content that you post. Like, would you consider that shit like your personal shit, or is it like themed for like a, a specific genre? I mean, I don't post a ton of like personal stuff like on my feeds. You know, what I mean, yeah. like I I try to keep somewhat of a distance there. And I mean, 
just simply because I'm, I'm I am a private person. Like you know, mm-hmm. like I'm not I'm not super out there. Like I don't post a shitload about my relationship. Like like Christy mm-hmm. and I've been together for you know almost eight years. You know, I, I don't I don't yeah. post a lot about that because you know that's kind of my stuff, right? And I and, right. and maybe to an extent that's kind of you know limiting growth, right? Like people want to see all about you, right? Like they want to, they yeah. want like the Kardashian view where like they get every that's, aspect of your life. Yeah, yeah. And that's not for everybody. No, it's not for everybody. And I mean, it has to be you know natural. And I I'm just natural, not naturally a super you know like I keep a lot of shit close to the chest, and so right. uh, some of that stuff and Ed. As as cheesy and stupid as it may sound, you know what I mean. Like I've always been one of those people where it's like, if you have to constantly, you know, show like how much you're in love with somebody, you know, like on social media, like validation through social media, like yeah, you're you're covering up for something, right? Like yeah, you shouldn't man, have to need someone else's validation for that. And so I, I typically try to I don't post as much personal stuff as i probably should i I try to lately i've been keeping it more like gym related or business related but yeah maybe i'll get back into posting more of the the personal stuff down the road i don't know no no you're good if i want to see personal stuff about you i just go to chrissy's page (laughs) yeah if you want to see you want to see what we did for the holiday you go to her page and you can see yeah Right. That Oikos commercial thing is funny though, Doug. No, that's fucked up, man. Don't 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 <laughs> don't encourage her. Shout out, Christy. Shout out. Yeah. But... No, that's that's <laughs> fucked up. She uh, she saw that like her, that commercial aired like a couple years or last year maybe, and she's like immediately like that's James. And I was like, Nah, oh, man, that dude's <laughs> ugly as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I saw no that offense shit. to that dude. No, yeah, for real. That I mean, shout is. out to yeah, to yeah. the Oikos dude getting his money. You know. Yeah. But... Yeah. But no, nah, no, nah, it's cool though. In regards to to that top that fucking issue, I I agree when it comes to personals. Like you don't have to put it out for everybody to see your shit and be all in your business and know your everyday life. But it is what it is. What you want to put, it's what you want to put on there. And it comes down to you know like what what your brand is, I guess. You know what I mean? Yep. Like obviously, there's those people on social media that post everything. Like this is my kid being born right here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, if you want to do that, that's cool. Yeah. It's just I I I tend to steer away from that type of stuff for the yeah. most part. Yeah, yeah. That's it's not your lane. No, you know, and uh, it doesn't have to be. And it it's you know maybe I I found that people actually do relate more with the personal stuff. Like Chrissy and I recently got engaged. I posted a photo about that. And, oh shit. Congratulations, and like, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. You know, to, uh, it took long enough, but yeah, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> but, uh, but like people love that stuff. And, and obviously I, I don't know. I've, I've gotten to the point where, you know, social media is, is fun. It, it's supposed to be fun. And if yep. once it stops being fun, um, that's, that's when, you know, you can't you can't continue to force it just because it it like nowadays you have to do business on social media for the most part, mm-hmm. but uh, it's like a necessary evil. Like I I don't know, I kind of feel burnt out on the whole social media thing. You know, oh, feel, you. feeling know. the need to upload content all the time. Yeah, you know, it's 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 tiring. Like yeah. I'll do the stories here and there because stories are easy, but like I don't know. No, I feel you, man. That's just that, that's just the society nowadays. Like kids aspire to be youtubers and shit like that nowadays not like when we were younger yeah right i remember uh 
we started doing I, I did some some workout videos and some vlogs with with some buddies back in like oh nine like before youtube like really popped off yeah and i was like you know this that was something where it's like what the fuck are we doing like this is just a, <laughs> we're just fucking around like, yeah this is this is like fun for us but like this is not a career yeah and now now it's people like you know starting like their their four-year-old off with a social with a youtube channel and they're yeah. you know making millions <laughs> yeah i know it's like damn where was this back in the day man yeah right so but, shit with with social media being the way it is what are a lot of pros and cons that you see with social media um i mean the pro obviously is that you can interact with you know people from all over the world that you would never have gotten the opportunity like for example you and i exactly right like yeah. we would never have, we we would never have necessarily cross paths right in uh in real world right, right? right. scenario um but through the, the magic of social media, you know, you can interact with somebody on the other side of the world and, you know, develop a friendship or a bond or, you mm -hmm. know, or, you know, convert somebody into a, a customer that would never yep. have been aware of your product before. Um, as far as, so, as cons, I feel like the cons almost outweigh the, the pros though. Now, well, especially sure. nowadays, agree, you know, like yeah. the last, the last year or so, like, yeah. Um, have you watched that social dilemma documentary yeah. on Netflix? Of course. Yeah. Dude, that's fucking mind blowing. I know, and it makes you not uh, want to even like participate in social media. A hundred percent, dude. I know a bunch of people that actually, you know, deleted their Facebook, or I don't think anybody got rid of their Instagram. I don't know, but I know a bunch of people that deleted their Facebook simply because of that. Yeah, sketch. Uh, it's it's super sketch, and it, it's it makes you wonder. And along those same lines, it's kind of fucked up. But you know, the problem I was talking to uh, one of my business partners about this the other day. Or yesterday actually and uh the problem with social media now is that everyone has a voice right yeah but not everyone and it's going to sound kind of fucked up but not, not everyone, everyone deserves, deserves yeah not everyone deserves a voice yep. right this just because you uh have a voice doesn't mean that millions of people deserve to or or need to hear your opinion about Agreed. something right Agreed. because there's because everyone thinks they're an expert on everything else right mm -hmm. and uh they you, it's just human nature. You're going to have an opinion, but you, just because you have an opinion doesn't mean it's right or we need to hear it. Right. And uh, that's that's become a huge thing, right? Especially with like in terms of like if we took a like simply fitness community related. Oh, you know, man. I was yeah. I was I was on TikTok the other day and I, I came across this kid. He's maybe you know 16, and he was talking about the difference between you know low bar back squat and a high bar back squat. He's basically saying. Uh, low bar back squats useless and he, he oh. listed off all these reasons like he's like it's a useless exercise there's no reason to do it and i'm just sitting here like dude you're 16 man yeah you've probably been lifting for a year maybe two yeah you don't know what the fuck you're talking about yep. right like here you are influencing you know maybe you got i think he had like 10 or fifteen thousand followers on on tiktok or something right yeah and here you are you know preaching out to a bunch of kids that don't know what the that don't know anything and you're giving them your opinion and they're taking that as gospel. And yeah. so now we're going to have a whole generation of these kids that, that, that think one exercise is completely useless, which is not the case at all. Right. right. So it's just, it's just perpetuating like ignorance, Yeah. you know, across many fields. Like you could, you could take it to politics. You could take it to, you know, you know, race relations, anything, right. Like yeah. you, you, there's all these opinions going out and just cause you have a platform doesn't mean that 
you're necessarily worthy of having a platform. If yeah. that makes sense. Oh, complete sense. I completely agree with that. I, I believe in all the same shit, man. Like the cons outweigh the pros like exponentially. And it's just, I don't know, it's at, in one aspect, it's sad. And then in the other, it's kind of like, it is what it is. Yeah. There's, there's, well, there's, there's no putting that back in the box kind yeah. of thing, right? Like yep. it's, it's out there. We have to deal with it. Yeah. But it's, it's sad to think about it because like, I think about like when I first started like posting stuff on, on like MySpace, right? Ooh, like MySpace back in back. the day, right? Like d- dating myself right now, but <laughs> back in MySpace, like I was stoked. MySpace was awesome. Yeah. It was the best way you could like, you could, you know, you could, I, I could slide in the DMs of some girl <laughs> that went to a high school across town that I never maybe had the chance to. Yeah. Right? Is and it was fun. Like social media was fun, mm-hmm. but nowadays it's not as fun, right? There's so much toxic stuff out there, yep. and I, it's it's sad to think about because it's like, when did that happen? When when did that transition happen from like this is a fun thing where you you could just post stupid shit and like not care what happened, and now all of a sudden you you have to, everything has to be perfect, right? You have to have a high quality photo. It yep. has to be like filtered and like, you have to have a good caption and you can't say anything politically incorrect, yeah. or, you know, or you'll get canceled or fucking somebody will make a YouTube video about you and, and just destroy you. Yeah. Get you blackballed in, in the world. Yeah, oh, man. Just the thought of that is just making me, making me angry. Not want to <laughs> get on anymore. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a, it's like we need to make social media fun again, right? Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's... I had one of my boys on, and he was he was talking about that how it just he his page is his page, and he just he actually brought up it should be fun, it should be what you want to post, and that's yeah. what he does. And you know, I'm optimistic to it too, and that's what I try to do also, man. Yeah, I mean, I I try to I try to I think that's part of what has made me burn out. Right. Like, because you, especially with the likes and the analytics mm-hmm. and stuff, you'll see something and, you know, obviously I run a, a business. So analytics are pretty important. Of course. To me. So I'll see, like, I'll post something that like, I think is fun. Right. And like, it doesn't get any interaction. I'm like, well, shit. Now I don't like, I don't want it to, but it, it will, it subconsciously influences what you post, right? Yeah. Like, you're like, I'm not going to post anything like that ever again. Right. right? Like, so you, you start creating and catering your content to it. Yeah. And so that's kind of why I, I, I don't post as much, right? Like I'll, I'll post like one or two things a week, maybe on my main page. Yeah. I mean, I'll post daily on my story cause that doesn't matter. Cause that disappears. You know, yep. like if somebody doesn't like it, I don't really, I don't see it. Right. Like yeah. I don't see that they don't like it. You know, and I don't really care about that. But if it's on the main page, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I completely understand, man. As long as you're you're just focusing on, like, the pros you can get out of it, like marketing your yeah. brand and doing what you want, then that's cool. That's all that matters. Yeah, I think – I almost think that, like, if I didn't have a brand, I probably wouldn't be as into social media as I – Yeah. As I am, right? Like right. Because I, I think I would have stepped back from it a while ago, right? When, yeah. When it stops being as fun as it as it yeah should be right right yeah because for me like I don't have a brand I just I like follow people but then like I'm on seeing what all my other people do and whatnot but so that's the the pro that I get out of it it's like oh he's doing well you know I fuck with him or whatever and, yeah you know? yeah it's it's good to it's good to check up on your people yeah and it's especially for me because I'm I'm terrible with like communication like like texting and calling people like mm-hmm. i'll forget to, like i'll forget to call somebody for like 
couple weeks and then i'll be like oh shit i was supposed to call that person right <laughs> like, but and and maybe that's because i'm always i can go on social media and see what that person's doing right like yeah. i don't need to call you no, to yeah. check up on you i just saw that you know you took a nice vacation with your lady yeah. you're doing good man yeah. like yeah we're good yeah <laughs> yeah that's a good so. pro man because like this is like no bullshit the first time we've ever spoken to each other right and they're like yeah the first time i was introduced to you was at my first ever show the emerald cup in 2017 where I bought some oh, some gunsmith merch <laughs> back in the back day. in the day, yeah. So I've been fucking with you since seventeen, and there was there was a couple times we were in the same place, like the twenty eighteen. But I ran into Rob and Mrs. Rob. I didn't get to run into you, but I don't know this. Yeah, I mean the, the go ahead. The Arnold's fun, man. The Ar- uh, the, the Arnold's just crazy, man. Oh, like, yeah. There's no there's no service in the Arnold. Like you can't, yeah, you can't. You're you're on your own, man. If you get lost from somebody or you want you're trying to meet up with somebody, it's it's impossible. Yeah, I saw Rob in the lobby with his wife, and I was like, "Hey, where's uh where's Mooney at?" And he's like, "Oh, he's inside somewhere. I don't know where he is." <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit, all right." Yeah. But, so I'm like, with social media, you know, especially in like the fitness industry, everybody seems like they're they're thriving to be a sponsored athlete, and you were a sponsored athlete under Martin Ford's brand. So like yeah. like what like what advice would you give somebody who's aspiring to be a sponsored athlete or trying to follow that route? I mean that's a, that's like a super that's a super common one like right? yeah. like I I feel like that's a, like a daily yes, sir. I, I I feel like daily I have a conversation with somebody like whether it's on social media or in in real life about that. It's and and it's 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 a tough one because you know uh everyone's a sponsored athlete nowadays oh, right yeah. like everyone's an ambassador for yeah. something and and uh i think it's become i don't i don't want to say this for everyone but i think for a lot of people it's more of just a status symbol mm-hmm. right like they want to be able to put that in their bio like i'm a sponsored athlete yeah and i think a lot of people don't necessarily care what brand it is that sponsors them right like they just want a sponsorship yeah. they want to be able to say i have a sponsorship yep. and uh because I remember when I was first starting out in like the fitness community, I, I I wanted a sponsorship, and I was at that same point where I was like, I don't really care what brand. If a brand offers me a sponsorship and their products aren't terrible, I'm in, yeah. man. Like, sign me the fuck yeah. up. You're gonna send me a free package every month. Hell yeah, you know you're gonna pay me to take photos on Instagram. Hell yeah, like let's for do sure. It. Um, but then it's like same thing, you know. That's that that maturity that you develop, and you start realizing, you know just i don't know you start valuing yourself a little bit more right like it shouldn't your word at the end of the day like your word and your you know what you're about that's the most important thing right like and if you're just with a company you know that's bullshit and you're just telling people to buy it and you know like they buy it maybe because they're a fan of yours or they follow you Mm -hmm. and they 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 check it out and that that shit and it sucks, yeah. right? Like it's a shitty product. Underdose and all that. Yeah. They, or, you know, it's a terrible t-shirt. Yeah. Maybe it rips. Or maybe, you know, <laughs> the customer service by that brand is terrible, right? Like they buy something and it doesn't come for like a month. Like that reflects on yep. you. Right? Yep. That reflects on you. Whether or not you want to believe that, that reflects on you. Because you influence them to buy that. Mm-hmm. You influence them to make a decision to spend their hard-earned money on something. And, and it sucked. And now they're, 
they're gonna look at you a little weird, yeah. right? Like they're gonna they're gonna second guess the next time you promote something. And I think that's what a lot of people fail to realize is like you don't want to be just with any company. You don't want just a sponsorship. You want to be with a company or a brand that has a message in a product line or like a service line that you can get behind, something that you believe in, yeah. right? And once you find a company like that that you enjoy, that you believe in the product, you believe in the message, maybe you've talked to the owner or, or a couple people that work there, then you can talk – Then then – then start thinking about a sponsorship, but don't just be like, Hey, don't just reach out to every single company and be like, Hey, I want a sponsorship. I want a sponsorship, yeah. you know, because not every company is going to offer something that maybe you believe in. And, and once you get in with a company, like that, that, that's that you're giving part of yourself right. away. Right. And then on the flip side of that, right. Like, a sponsorship is not just like free shit. Like there's nothing free no, in this no. life. Everyone, everyone wants, work. everyone thinks free means free, yeah. right? Like there's nothing attached to it. Like, Hey, you can send me that hoodie, right? Like I'll promote it on my yeah. page. It's, it's, it's free. Well, it's free for you, but me, I had to pay maybe like, you know, 25, 30 bucks to, to create that right. hoodie. And then I have to spend money on shipping it to you. And then, you yeah. know, like, so it's not free. So, I think people get this mis misconception with sponsorships that it's like, hey, they're just going to send me free shit. No, it has to, it's a it's a relationship. Yeah. It's not a one way like here I'm going to give you all this shit, like do whatever you want with it. I mean, I'm sure there are some companies out there where that's the case, like if you're the rock yeah, no, or something, yeah, right? For real. Like these people are just going to send you shit because they want to send you yeah. shit. But even then, they're hoping that maybe you, you wear it and somebody sees it. And yeah, like, marketing. That's all it is. So yeah, there it's marketing. It's a marketing. It's a marketing budget, right. right? So you have to bring something to the company. So like I always tell people, if you want to get a sponsorship, you have to figure out, A, obviously find a good company, mm -hmm. right? Find something that you believe in, something that you've actually purchased something from in the past, right? Like don't pick a company where you've never even tried any yeah. of the products, but pick something where you've you've uh, you've tried their product, you like their, their message and whatever, and then develop a uh, like a pitch you have to sell yourself to this company like what do you have to offer this company like what are they going to get in return from working with you right like do you offer good content that you can provide for them so that they can you know market it that way do you you know uh do you have a large following yeah, you know yeah. do you have a lot of maybe you don't have a large following but you have a large you know maybe you're a personal trainer you got a large client mm -hmm. base right like maybe you don't have a large following but you have a lot of people that you interact with on a daily basis. Um, maybe you have, you know, expertise in the specific field, but it, it has to be something besides, you know, like, Hey, I'm just, I look good Sponsor and me. I take photos every, every other, every other, you know, yeah. day sponsor me. Right. Like, no, you have to bring something to the company, right? You have to provide some content for them. You have to, you know, provide something that they can use to continue to expand their right. brand. Right. It's not just about, you know, giving you shit, you have to do something for them. So, you know, figure out your voice, your brand, your message, and then figure out a way that you can incorporate that into this other company and expand, help them expand their shit. Oh right? yeah. You have to, it's, it's a, it's a relationship, right? Like it has to go both ways. So that's why I always tell people is like, you know, don't just reach out and be like, send them a message like, Hey, sponsor me. Yeah. Right. 
No, create like a little list. Be like, hey, this is, you know, hey, I'm Rob. And, you know, I, you know, am in the military. This is, you know, my following. This is what I can bring to you guys, right? Like I, I have a podcast, you know, yeah. I can, I, this many people listen to it. Like I can talk about it on that. Then I also have a YouTube channel and this is what I can do on that. And, you know, here's an example of some photos that I put and some content that I create, you know, I, I would love to incorporate your guys brand into that somehow and create content that would benefit both of us. Damn. Right. And that's the type of thing that somebody, cause especially with gunsmith gunsmith was like like when rob and i were running gunsmith uh we would get like five six messages a day each yeah. right like on our social media like hey i want a sponsorship and half the time it was literally just one sentence it was like hey i would like a sponsorship and it's like i see that and i'm like <laughs> fuck no and i just delete it like i don't even care like first off that's not how you fucking talk to right. somebody like, I'm a person, right? You got to be like, hey, how's it going? You know, my name's so-and-so. Introduce yourself. I don't know who the <laughs> fuck you are. So it's like, uh, it, that's how you differentiate yourself. Hell yeah, man. So everybody listening, that's how you fucking work on getting a sponsorship. It's not just a post a booty pic and then fucking yeah. with the supplement in the picture type shit. Yeah, because honestly, let's be real, especially on Instagram, you can see it. There's hundreds of thousands of girls with maybe a nicer booty yep. than you, right? Yep. <laughs> like they could take a booty pic too. Like, well, how are you different? How are you? How are, how are you going to differentiate yourself from the crowd? Nice man, that's some good advice, man. I love it. I appreciate that, James. Yeah, man. And oh, another thing. Don't be in such a rush to get a sponsorship because. It looks weird if you are constantly switching companies that you're with, yeah. right? Like if you if you rush out and get a sponsorship and you're like, hey, I want to be with this company, and you get a sponsorship with them, and then you know, like a month later, you're like, you know what? I want a different sponsorship. Like I'm, I like this company yeah. more, right? Like, and you're constantly hopping from sponsor to sponsor. It yeah, looks yeah. bad, right? You know, it looks. So being on the other side of it, like being you being a sponsored athlete, like a legit sponsored athlete, what was that perspective like? I mean, it's fun, dude. It's fun. It's fun to, uh, but I mean, so I was, I was with yeah. 5%, right. Back in the day. And then right. I was with Martin, Martin's company. And I've been with a couple other companies too, like some sm not supplement brands, but, uh, and mm -hmm. I mean, it, it, it's got its ups and its downs, but it's like, it's kind of what I was talking about. Right. Like you have to align with the mission statement of the brand, mm -hmm. right? Like it's not just about, Hey, this is, this is my sponsor. So I, I support everything they're yeah. about. Right. Like I was with 5% for a long time and it was awesome because rich was great. It was when rich was mm -hmm. around and rich was an awesome guy. And we'd go to the, the expos and be a lot of fun and like hanging out. Like we'd all go to breakfast before the expo. And like, it was, it was a cool little family atmosphere. And then, you know, towards the end there it started becoming more of like not as much of a family more like elitism yeah. right so it wasn't it wasn't you know as welcoming of a crowd right like some some new people came in some people left right like so uh it stopped being as much fun yeah. and then you start stop resonating with the brand as much right. right like and so then that's when you have to know like hey this is this is not like i could continue doing this and continue 
getting a paycheck, continue getting some free shit, but it's not worth it, yeah. right? Like, because you have to, you know, you have to have your own set of values and what you believe in. And if something stops aligning with that, it's you have to really be be mature enough to be like, you know what, I need to move on from oh, this. Yeah. And with Martin, Martin, Martin's a great dude. Martin, I've known Martin for years. And uh, when he asked me to be a part of his company, I was like, hell yeah, dude. Like, you know, he, he called me. We had a long talk about, you know, the the where he saw the brand going. And I was like, hell yes, dude. Like, that's yeah. awesome. And at the time, I was still in the process of trying to get Blast, Blast House mm -hmm. going. And I told him that. I was like, hey, man, I'm, I'm also still working on my own brand. But, you know, it's going to be a, a ways off. And he's like, yeah, that's fine, man. You know, like, I, I want you to be a part of this. So I went into that knowing that, you know, I was, I was, there was a, there was a, there was a expiration okay. date on it. Right. Like I went in there knowing like, Hey, I believe in, I love Martin as a, as, he's a great dude. I believe in what he's putting out there, you know, and I want to support it for as long as I can. And then, you know, when it got to the point where I was starting to get closer to launching Blast House, I was like, Hey man. You know, things are starting to kick off a little bit. I'm starting getting ready. So I wanted to distance myself far enough in advance that people wouldn't Eat think I was just jumping shit. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, right. So, um, but yeah, like, and I'm glad I got out when I did because, you know, he, he sold his stake in the car, the company not too long after I left. So yeah, I was, I was like, wondering about that. If I'd I, stayed I on. I haven't seen it yeah. in a while. Yeah, they kind of fell off. I don't know exactly what happened, happened with that. Um, I know, I know. He moved on, and now he's with Redcon. Oh, okay. I think, I think, I think. I don't, I don't want to speculate, but I'm sure there was, you know, maybe he didn't agree with, you know, where where things were headed or yep. whatnot, you know, and uh, decided to. Plus, it's it's a ton of work, you know. He's a busy Fuck fucking yeah. dude, you know. He's he's acting. He's got his his businesses that he's his his he's got like a dozen businesses that he runs on the side so it's like running the supplement company and being the face of the supplement company while still trying to do all this other stuff you know it's probably probably a little too much oh, yeah. so better better to be a sponsored athlete for a big company and, yeah. you know as opposed to trying to do everything for your own Hell yeah so. shit with that being said blast house is fucking a big ass success you know congratulations on that shit i fuck with the products that mint chocolate protein is fucking delicious yeah, yeah, I appreciate man. it, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's going all right. You know, the 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 COVID thing kind of kinda fucked fuck fucked hey, me in the man. ass on the on the launch. Uh, literally launched. I think I think we launched on a Wednesday, on like March twelfth, and I think on March seventeenth, everything nationwide oh, shut down. <laughs> so every every gym in America shut down. <laughs> so it's like. Nobody's going to buy supplements because they're not going to the fucking gym. Most people don't have, you know, stuff to work out yeah. at home with. So that kind of but kind of destroyed the expo scene as well. Yeah. You know, I had a bunch of events I was planning on going to try to, you know, expand the brand awareness through that. But that kind of sucked. But, you know, it's 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 doing well. Like we're we're not where I was projecting initially. Um, because of all the all the things that have mm -hmm. happened, but you know we're we're still kicking, and I think twenty twenty one will hopefully be a, a little bit better. You know, yeah. hopefully things start going a little bit more back to normal, and we can actually start you know living our lives. Yeah, again. but shit, fucking 
at least Blast House was able to blast off during fucking COVID, you know? <laughs> right. So and yeah, it's, it's still I mean? above water, you know, and doing very well. Yeah, yeah. Doing good. And it's one of those things, too. It's like, you know, I wanted, I had, you know, high hopes and high projections of where I wanted the brand to go when we were launching. But at the end of the day, you know, it's it's still a, a small yeah. business. And it's still, you know, the old adage that, like, you know, you have to stick with this for like four to five years before you even start, you know, yeah, yeah. it's, it's a, it's a long, game, right. you know, it's not necessarily an overnight success. You know, I mean, if I had a massive, you know, name or whatever, maybe it would be an overnight success, but that's not realistic to think yeah. about, right? Like it's, you gotta, you gotta look at it, how the average person would look at it. And, you know, four to five years is, is like a time frame. It's just, you gotta stick through there, you know, Keep your head above water, and it'll catch on. And I know, I already know you're gonna fucking do well. You already had. I appreciate. You that, had dude. fucking Gunsmith, which I fucking love. I still wear them shirts to this day. My favorite shirts. <laughs> favorite fucking shirts. Dude, it's amazing how many people still. Hell yeah, wear I love that shit. Yeah. So you started the clothing. It's it's cool yeah, to you see. You started the clothing brand. Now you got a supplement brand, and like, so what advice would you give people trying to start their business? So let's see. I mean, there's a bunch of advice you can give somebody, but uh, I think one of the biggest things, and and, and Rob actually was pretty uh, influential in this because uh, when we started Gunsmith, the idea behind it was, you know, there's there's no fitness brands out there. There are, there's very few fitness brands out there that have a a message behind them, right? Like a lot of it was just super cheesy, like you know, rising yeah. grind type shit, yep. right? Um, there's nothing with like a message that resonates with people. And I think, uh, and so Rob was pretty, you know, adamant that we need to create a brand that has a, a message behind it. Right. Cause people, there's a million brands out there, but they're people. So people have options of what they want to mm -hmm. choose, but they're going to choose something that they, they, that resonates with them or that they can yeah. get behind. And so having a, a good message was huge. And so having that, you know, build yourself into the ultimate weapon, having that idea of, you know, no matter what you're doing, be the yeah. best at it, right. Be the best version of yourself that that resonates with a lot of people and yep. it still does. And so that was a, a huge reason why gunsmith was as successful as it was. And so, the the i would say the advice for somebody trying to start their own business is is find that message right like why are you starting this business why 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 do you want to start your t-shirt brand or why do you want to start your supplement brand because you know if you're just starting it because you're like hey that looks cool i want to do that and you know i'll i'll get rich off of that like you're, you're yeah. not going to get rich because nobody nobody's gonna nobody's gonna fuck with that it's not authentic yeah. right it comes back to the same thing. It's the same theme, like authenticity over yep. everything. And uh, so, so find out why, why, why do you want to start your business? Right. If it's not something you're passionate about and you don't have a good reason, you better fucking find one because you're not going to be successful. Right. Like you need, you might as well just go back to your nine to five and just continue yeah. to do that because uh, you're going to waste a lot of fucking time, a lot of money, and you're not going to succeed just cuz there's too much competition. Oh, yeah. There's too much too much there's too many other brands that are big that have no fucking message behind them 
that people are already invested right. in, right? Like they're not gonna they're not gonna go to your brand and be like, oh, I'll check that out, you know. So that's that's the big one is 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 find out why why are you doing it, right? Like have a good why, and then after that, it's it's just execution, man. I feel like everyone everyone talks a big game, but when it comes down to it, like very few people actually. Money, act there on it is. Right. Yeah. So, so if you have an idea and you have something you're passionate about, stop fucking talking about it. Right. Like go, go do it. It's not yeah. that difficult. Nowadays, it's easier than ever to start your own business. It's hard to be successful, but it's easy to start your own business. Like you can go on, you know, Shopify <laughs> or fucking big cartel or one of those other like yeah. Wix. You could start a website tomorrow, you know, for free pretty much. And then, you know, you can go find some local screen printer and print out like a dozen t-shirts and start selling that shit. You don't even have to print the shirts nowadays. They, they have print to go shirts, yeah, right? Like yeah. You can contract out to some company that will print the, that you don't even have to hold inventory for. Right. It's like, so it's easy as shit to start any business you want. Right. But it's the, for some reason it's become easier, but still people, people sit on their fucking thumb. Yeah. So what, which one do you prefer, a clothing brand or sub brand? Um, honestly, dude, uh, the the supplement brand is super rewarding, but clothing brand was a million times really? easier. To run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I think I think I was talking to somebody about that the other day. Like somebody slid my my DM on one of the one of the platforms and was like, "Hey, dude, like I want to start my own supplement brand." I was like. <laughs> It's like well, I, I I can I can appreciate that. He's like he's like where should I start? Right? Like it's it's not as fucking easy as like hey I'm gonna just you know create my own yeah. workout right? Like there's there's so much shit that you don't even think about right? Like there's you know the testing, there's the you know the manufacturing process, the you know creating labels, creating fucking packaging. It's like there's so much extra shit that goes into it, and then you you don't even think about like you know certain websites don't allow you to sell supplements. Oh, sure. certain payment processors don't allow you to sell supplements so uh there's insurance that you need right like if somebody took your product and fucking died they don't you don't want to get right. sued for that right <laughs> like, <laughs> there's so much shit that you don't even think about and i was like because i was like think when we were when i was when we were doing gunsmith we were talking about doing like a pre-workout right we were in the process of doing it and that's kind of what i ended up transforming into blast house but basically like we were talking about doing it and looking back on it i didn't know shit about what i was talking about and like i thought it was going to be some super simple process and no it's it takes forever yeah it man. seems like it and unless you're uh, unless you're a big like huge company i i, I just i just experienced this right like because we're not mm -hmm. huge right like our orders are, are fairly small in the in the grand scheme of things like if you were to compare us to like redcon we're like fucking right. nobody right like we're probably ordering like one percent of what they order on a yearly yeah. basis right but uh manufacturers don't really care about that like, there's only so many manufacturers in the country that will manufacture for you and uh if you're not a big company, you kind of fall to the bottom of the, the barrel, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so for example, right? Like I have uh black Fridays like yep. next week. Right. So I've been developing this product line to release on black Friday and uh, we've been working on it since August. And I was like assured it would be ready by black Friday. Everything will be good by black Friday. And now I'm, 
being told that, yeah, we had a lot more orders for Black Friday than uh, we were expecting. So now now uh, it's going to take us a little bit longer to get you your stuff. And I'm like, well, basically what that means is, hey, a lot of our bigger consumers decided to place bigger yeah. orders. And so we kind of pushed you to the back of the right. line kind of thing. So it's like there's a lot of things that you don't even think about, right? Like taste. Dosage. Like, Something that you think taste, yeah, some dosage, right? Like something that you think tastes good doesn't necessarily, you know, Joe Schmo doesn't think necessarily right, tastes right. good, right? Like you're, there's just so much more like taste for taste and supplements, like what people put in their body is people are way more picky about as opposed to like a type of t shirt right. they'll wear. So it's a much more narrow market, right? Like, but it's finding ways to continue to expand and, you know, make everyone happy while still putting out a good product. Hell yeah. Kind of I, have a, I had a dude who worked for me in the military. He got out. He just launched his sub brand. And I had I have a buddy who worked like in close unison with Doug Miller. So he knows like the insides of the sub game. So yeah. I sent him a picture of the, the aforementioned dude's supplement brands dosages on his pre-workout. And my buddy was like, man, that shit is underdosed like crazy. I was like, huh. <laughs> and you know why that cheaper. is, right? So, yeah, it's yeah. way cheaper. So no, no offense no. to your buddy that launched a supplement brand, but, you know, if, if, you're, if you're trying to create margins, dosing something out the way it's clinically supposed to be mm -hmm. dosed out is not super beneficial to creating margins. Dang, that's crazy. Something people don't think about, man. No, no, right? Like, everyone's like, why doesn't this have, you know, why does this have so much caffeine and, like, not as, like, one yeah. gram of citrulline, right? Like, like the clinical dosage of citrulline is, like, you need, like, six grams of that a day for it to be yeah. effective, right? Like, the clinical dosage of that. And so, like, you'll be like, well, every every product should have six grams of citrulline, yeah. then, right? No, most products have, like, two grams of citrulline. And the reason is, is citrulline's not cheap right <laughs> it's not as cheap as you know caffeine caffeine's super cheap you could put as much caffeine in you want, as you want into a product it's super super like cheap it won't <laughs> won't raise the price of that product too much but you throw six grams of citrulline in you know maybe you're adding a dollar to your product mm, okay right? so oh, i don't know if it's no no yeah, yeah exactly yeah. but I'm, I'm just throwing out yeah so it's like, hey, I could make a dollar more and put two grams of citrulline and, you know, maybe I'll jack up the caffeine by like 100 milligrams to compensate, right? So, Damn, um, it's a science. It's wild. It's a, it's a science. And then the big thing is like you'll see like these companies and they'll send, sell something super fucking yeah. cheap, right? Like they'll sell something online and it's like, I don't know. I've seen it a couple times. I'm not going to say the names of the companies, but I've seen it a couple times where I've seen a, a product – and they'll say what's what their dosage is, right? And then I'll see how much they're selling it for. I'm like, there's no fucking way that they're selling that for that because there's no, they're not making any yeah. money, right? If they if they you know maybe it's like a twenty five dollar pre workout, right? There's no way they're selling it for that <laughs> unless they're ordering like ten thousand units. And they're, I've seen this company they're they're not selling to, they're not ordering ten thousand units, right? They're lying so on the labels. There's they're, yeah, they're lying on the yeah. label, right? Or they're or, or maybe they're pixie dusting, yeah. you know, like throwing in a little bit of something and they're saying, Oh, that we have this much in there. Like you never know nowadays. And I think that's a huge part of that is there's no regulation, right? Yep. right? Like there's no one checking yep. on it. So I mean 
it's kind of nice that there's no regulation because you don't have to pay all this extra fees to the government and whatnot. But at a certain point, it would it would help a lot, yeah. right? It would help a lot because I think a lot of people are uneducated about supplements and like what certain ingredients do and what certain ingredients don't do and you know dosages. It's 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 the wild west and it still kind of yeah. is. Fuck yeah, because like it used to be way worse. Like back when we were younger. Oh yeah, right? like. In, in the early 2000s oh, yeah. like i remember i would go to gnc and a lot of the products i was buying back then you can't i know buy anymore. <laughs> i know i believe that too man because you go in there it's like muscle tech everything there's no2 this yeah. and it's like all right yeah i remember back when i was in high school like my senior year we were going into the, the gnc right across from the high school right and uh, i was playing football and we would go in there every game day and we'd buy this drink. I forget what the name of it was, but it was like a pre-mixed, like ready to drink uh, pre-workout mm-hmm. kind of thing. And uh, you needed to show your ID to buy it, right? Because you had to be 18 to oh, buy shit. it. Oh, <laughs> shit. Which already is yeah, a red flag, real. right? Like you have, to, you have to show an ID to buy this pre-workout. Um, and we would take it. And like, I think the next year, maybe you couldn't even buy it because the it had ephedra oh, in it. Yeah. Like, it was just loaded with ephedra and so uh <laughs> that became illegal and so you couldn't even buy that anymore but i remember we were buying that by the caseload right like everyone was taking that shit like and little did we know that that shit's not good for you <laughs> at all <laughs> crazy what position did you play in football oh i was a defensive end and then in college i played a uh, linebacker yeah, for those of you who don't know this motherfucker was a, a college football player man no bullshit yeah that, that's about as far as I yeah, got. Though. Good, though. Not, no, no NFL man. I was too slow. Hey man, it's all good. Too slow. I mean, you, you took the path you were supposed to take, man. So right, it's 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 like what we were talking about, right? Like that 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 maturity, right? Like you make some stupid ass decisions, but at the end of the day, it leads you to you know where you're supposed to be, yep. right? Like you, you wouldn't be, you know, where you're at without those dumb decisions. Yeah, for sure. Know? For sure, man. You know, that led you to do the hybrid tour and all that shit. For those of you who don't know the hybrid tour, James did a, an abundance of events in one year from fucking a bodybuilding show to a powerlifting show to, what was that, a Tough Mudder? What was that? The other other shit you did. I did a, I did a, a half marathon Spartan yep, race Spartan up race. in uh, the mountains. I did a full marathon, strongman Oof. comp, uh, CrossFit comp bodybuilding show and a power all in one year i think that's yeah nine months savage nine months yeah it was it was actually a lot of fun and uh the reason i did that and believe me it's not as it's it's i downplayed a little bit because it's not like i was doing this at like a national level right like i wasn't like competing against the best fucking people but i was it was just more of a goal of i want to do this like i want to set a goal and that's huge like i don't think like i had reached a point in my life where training had not become fun Mm -hmm. anymore right like i wasn't enjoying i was just a routine it was just part of like the day-to-day and so i was just i was just going into the gym and you know monday was chest day and fucking tuesday was back right like i was just going through the fucking motions and I didn't enjoy it. And I also, at the same time, was not taking care of myself. Like, I was eating like an asshole. I was, you know, I was getting a little fat and a little yeah. puffy. And uh, and I was just not in a good mental place, right? Like, I was just kind of, eh, whatever. Yeah. 
and uh, I needed something to kind of keep, get me on track, right? Like I needed a goal, something because I see this with a lot of people, right? Like they'll they work out like in the, like like whatever, right? Like they're they're in there, but they're not necessarily working yeah, yeah, hard. Yeah, they're just right? going through the motion. They're, they're, yeah, they're going through the yeah. motions. And then I'll see, I'll talk to them, and they'll be like, "Yeah, if I had something to train for, then I'll then I'll be consistent, right? Like I'll be consistent with my diet. I'll be I'll do this." It's like, well, you need to find something to train for, then, right? Like you need to set that yeah. goal, right? You need to have whether that's actually you competing or not. You need to have some goal because I'd gotten to the point where I was just working out and there was no goal, mm -hmm. right? Like it was just, hey, I want to, you know, get a pump today or something, and. It, it was by that because of that it just didn't become enjoyable and so i had to find a reason to motivate myself and kind of energize myself again and appreciate training and, and start going in with a purpose Hell yeah and that was the main reason for it that that plus i think and and this kind of ties into blast house a little bit too is is we've reached this point where like especially in the fitness community, there's such a disconnect, right? Like there's, there's so many, so many stigmas. Like you're either a bodybuilder or you're a power yep. lifter or you're like a gym bro yeah. or crossfitter or you're the car. Or, yeah. You're the crossfitter or you're the cardio bunny. Yep. Like, and there's no crossover, right? Like, and even at times there's like, there's animosity towards another group, right? Like, yeah. like, Oh, he's, he's just another crossfitter, right? Like, yeah. Just, yeah. Right. Like, fuck that guy. He's just another crossfitter. Like he's going to do some, Kipping but butterfly, which is pull stupid like, to Ooh. me, though. Yeah. <laughs> right, like, crossfading is right. hard as fuck. Oh, it is yeah. right. The, the, they're all of those disciplines oh, yeah. are hard as yeah, fuck yeah. in their own re respects, right? Like going on the treadmill and being able to run on the like Chrissy will go and do cardio for like 45 minutes. I'm like, fuck <laughs> that. Like, I'd rather gouge my eyes out, right? Um, that's hard, that's hard yeah. to me, right? Or you know training for a powerlifting me like that's hard right. doing a bodybuilding show and dieting like they're all hard in their own respects yep. and i think we've reached this point where it's like certain i don't it's not everyone obviously but uh, there's a large majority that that views something else that's different as like that's not as good yeah. right like you're ne you're not doing something often and for some reason in the fitness community it's it's more prevalent than others like oh you don't do keto you don't know what you're talking yeah, about right yeah. like or you don't do carnivore or i'm a vegan or like there's it's, like, it's all over the fucking right. place and it's judging other people that aren't doing the same thing as you right. right when in in the in the end i don't care what you do as long as you're working fucking hard yeah, yeah. right like the only currency that matters to me is sweat equity yeah. right like if you're working fucking hard I respect it. It doesn't matter what you're doing, right? You could be training for fucking a bowling competition for all I fucking care, mm -hmm. right? Like you're in there doing like, you know, some weird kettlebell workout. Like, hey, I'm <laughs> getting ready for my bowling competition next. It's like, Hell fuck yeah, yeah right dude. On. Keep keep working hard, man. But and and that's kind of this the, the same thing. Like you know, like in the same aspects, some people are scared to try other aspects of fitness because it's so different yeah. right like oh i'm scared to do a crossfit workout you see the the intensity or you see what those guys are doing like i don't want to do that like that's scary those double unders fuck yeah. no or you know i could never step on stage i could never do a bodybuilding show like there there's 
there's these self-imposed restrictions. Like we hold ourselves back because we get so scared of trying out, trying something different because we might suck at it. Right. Yeah. Scared of that failure. So, yeah. So that's kind of why I chose to do all the different things because I was like, you know what? I need to get outside of my comfort zone. I need to have some reason to train, but I also want to get outside my comfort zone because that's where you grow the most, right? Like yeah. you don't grow doing the same shit every day. You have to do something different. And so I suck at running. I suck at distance running. I've never, I've never run same. more than like three, three miles at one time. Yep. And so like the idea of doing a marathon scared the fuck out of me. I was like, God, no, I'll die. <laughs> Especially like 250 pounds. Like there's no way. Yeah. So, uh, that was why I picked a marathon and I was like, you know, CrossFit, I know. I kind of do some CrossFit aspects, but I've never, I've never actually done like legit CrossFit workouts for like an extended period of time. So like, I'll do that too. Why not? An obstacle race that looks like fun. I'll probably probably die because it's thirteen miles, but whatever, right? So it's it's finding these things that are different, and you know, plus people look at me and they're like, "You're two hundred fifty pounds. There's no way you'll you could do CrossFit, and there's no way you could do a marathon." And so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll do it all. Hell yeah. I'll prove you wrong, right? Like, I'll prove you that I can do that. Like, I might not be the best at it, right? My time might be fucking terrible, but I'll fucking finish. My right? man. So I think, I think that's that was the main reason behind that. And that's kind of also what ties into Blast House, right? Like, I, I Blast House is not just for bodybuilders. It's not just for powerlifters. It's for people that want to perform well. Hell yeah. Right, and that are willing to work hard. Like if you're like, if you're willing to work hard, you're cool in my book. Hell yeah! So is there a hybrid uh, tour coming? Hybrid tour too? I don't know, man. You got, you got to ask fucking the governor of Oregon if that's <laughs> if that's the case, right? Shit, how are you doing <laughs> with that shutdown stuff, man? I know you guys recently I'm, shut down. I'm fucking pissed. I, I seen your face. <laughs> I was like, oh, James is mad. I'm mad as fuck, man. Kate Brown could suck my dick. <laughs> uh, that's that's not politically correct, but I don't give a shit. Your opinion, because... Fuck it. Yeah, because uh, I think it was Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday she shut everything down. So basically, gyms are closed in Oregon. I think it's only takeout food now, mm. and they closed. Uh, I think they canceled high school sports that are going on right now. Damn. I think, yeah, there, there's a bunch of restrictions, but they don't make any sense, man. Like. I don't know. You can't justify. So the gym I go to, right? It's a small duo? gym. My buddy Justin. Yeah, my buddy Justin. Yeah, Duo. It. Shout out Duo. Yeah, shout out to Duo. Um, if you're in Southern Oregon, come Hell check yeah. it out. After the shutdown, of obviously. Uh, but yeah, it's like a small gym, right? Like maybe, I want to say it's like 10,000 square feet, maybe. Mm -hmm. If you factor in the entire building. So on like a busy time, there's maybe 20 people in there. Maybe, yeah. right? But so you're gonna tell me that that's more dangerous than Walmart, which is like a Walmart super center. So it's like a massive fucking Walmart, right. and I think they limited that to seventy five percent capacity, which is still so a shit ton of people. There, it's still like three hundred fucking people out at a busy yeah. time. So it's like that's less dangerous than me going to a gym with a bunch of in shape, healthy people. I don't. That doesn't make any sense yeah. to me. Yeah, the 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 logic behind a lot of this shit doesn't make a lot of sense, man. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a bummer because, you know, I like I know Justin personally, mm -hmm. right? And luckily he's he's a smart businessman. So, but he's still like he's still losing a shitload of money by having that like, like the first lockdown. He was telling me all these people that canceled memberships, right? Like so. Damn. 
he's losing that monthly revenue. Yep. It's like that's that's a shame because like Justin will be able to weather this storm because he's a good businessman. But there's a lot of other businesses that aren't going to weather right. that, and it's already already happening around here. Like company or businesses going out of business, like some restaurants and stuff. It's like. Man, what do you think is a, was a there, there? There has to be a weather, better way. Yeah, what what do you think was a is a better solution for the shutdowns? I mean, it's it's going to be you know, uh, I might get some shit for it, but I I feel like if you are in danger, right? Like if you're, it needs to be up to the people. It needs to be up to an individual. Like we have to be trusted to maintain our own health and safety, right? right. right? Um. And somebody was talking about that the other day. They were saying, you know, the, it's not the government's responsibility to maintain our health, right? Right. right? And uh, it's our it's our government's responsibility to maintain our freedom. Nice. And uh, and I think it has to fall down to the individual responsibility. Like, if you are in a category where you're susceptible, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're in that one of those dangerous categories. Like you have a pre existing condition, or you're old, yep, yep. or whatever you have to be extra cautious, right? Like you have to, that's up to you, right? If at the end of the day, if you, if you have a pre-existing condition, you still want to go out, go out. Right. Yep. But that's, that falls on you, right? It's your responsibility to quarantine yourself. We got Amazon, we got Grubhub, we got, you know, Uber eats. Like mm -hmm. you don't have to leave your house nowadays. Right. You got Netflix. You're good, right? Like you're, and that's your responsibility. And if you're healthy, that's your response and you still want to quarantine that's on you but if you're healthy and you don't feel like quarantining and you're willing to and you don't interact with you know people that are uh in, in danger or at risk then go do your thing right yeah. like i was talking to a buddy of mine and uh he's he's drive he, he lives in virginia and he's going home and he's like, yeah, I'm going home and we're going to have Thanksgiving, but I'm not going to go see my folks because my folks are older and I don't want to, I don't want to put them right, at risk. Right. right. So like he's going, he's living his life, but he's making a small adjustment, right? Like he's not putting those that are at risk at right. risk. He's avoiding contact with them. And that's just how it should be. Yeah. Right? Like it should, I agree. If, if, if you're going to, if you, if you, I don't know, it, it needs to, it needs to fall on you. It can't, it can't be somebody else telling you because quarantining healthy people makes no fucking sense yeah, to me. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I understand there's a lot of asymptomatic people out there, but you know, but, I don't know. I mean, it's like the flu though. Like everyone gets the flu. People die from the flu, you know, healthy right. people get it. And then once they get it, they, they get rid of it. I mean, and, and some healthy people die from the flu. Exactly. Too, right. Yep, exactly. <laughs> you know, it, it's just I was having this discussion with somebody the other day also, and uh, we were talking about the COVID thing, and it's like we've reached this point, and it sounds cold. It's going to sound super cold, but we've reached this point where death has become unacceptable as a culture, yeah. right? Like death is not an acceptable thing. But at the end of the day, death happens Every single people die every, every single day yep. from all sorts of reasons, from something as stupid as stepping in front of a bus to, you know, dying of a d disease or cancer mm -hmm. to getting murdered, you know, to, you know, suicide. There, there's deaths every single day. Yeah. That's never going to stop no matter how much you pad the world. Right. Yeah. You can pad 
every single fucking wall in every single building, but people are still going to die, yeah. you know? And we've reached this point where it's like, it's not acceptable for people to die. You know, we want people to live forever yeah. and it, it's just not realistic. Right. Like we look at the COVID deaths. Obviously there's a lot of, there's been some healthy younger people that have died of it. Right. It's, it's few and far between, but there have been of those, but the majority of them are older people with preexisting conditions that will die eventually. Right. Yeah. Like I know that sounds super cold to say, nah, but, but it's realistic. Though. If it's not, if it's not COVID, Maybe it's diabetes or pneumonia. Maybe it's heart disease. Yeah, or pneumonia. Um, yeah, yeah. So we can't we can't continue to try to bubble wrap everything to keep everyone alive forever. Right. Right. Like we're taking advantage of the fact that like sixty years ago the life expectancy was like like if you reached sixty you were you were amazing. Yeah. Right. Like now people are living to eighty and they're in perfect yeah, health. Yeah. A hundred. Yeah, hundred, and they're in they're in better shape than like a seventy year old, yeah. like in like thirty years ago, even twenty years ago, right? Like yeah. you, she's, I've seen, I saw some guy the other day, and he's he's eighty two, and he looked like he was in his sixties. Like I was like, there's no way you're eighty, <laughs> right? Like he's in such good shape, and it's like, when did it become unacceptable to age and to die? Right. Like I understand like people are, there are people out there scared of death yeah. and they, they don't like the idea of that, but it's inevitable it's part of life. It's, it's part of life, right? Yep. We're dying every, we're dying every day. Yep. You know, once you're born, you start dying. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and so it's like, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's sad because you see these people and they've worked their asses off to create these businesses and the government's just shutting down. Yeah. Like no remorse. Yeah. And there's and then you see, yeah. They, oh, sorry. no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, and then you see like some of these governors, and they're just doing their own fucking thing. They don't care. They're not following the restrictions. Oh, that's our governor in Texas. Is he? Oh yeah. <laughs> People are out here like, when is he gonna say something? He hasn't said anything since he made it seventy five percent capacity. What the fuck? Schools are fucking positive cases every day. What the fuck? Yeah. So you guys aren't locked down though, are you? No. Nah. So the the talk is. That it's going to happen. However, I don't. Uh -huh. I don't think we're going to because um, my wife works for like a school district, and they follow every school district within Dallas to Fort Worth, and they uh -huh. they have no plans on shutting down. Like there's cases Good. popping every day, which is cool. You know, I mean, it's cool. Just whatever. So, so it's getting. He's getting the opposite pressure. He's getting pressure to shut down. Do I, well, people are wanting him to shut down. I, that yeah. is what I'm getting, but he's like nowhere to be found. So he's just letting it ride. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, there's something to be said about that because then you look at like, on the other hand, like California, California is like fucking locked yeah. down and their governor is out there having dinner, no masks, no social distancing, parlaying, like, huh? parlay, just having a good, good old fucking time. And other people can't celebrate Thanksgiving because of his restrictions. Yeah. Right. So it's like, I don't know. I, I, I'm on the, I'm on the side of less government intervention. Mm -hmm. So like you guys have it. Yeah. Like it has to be on the people, right? Like you it, it at the end of the day, we're all human and we all have free will, right? Mm -hmm. Like you, your choice, you live with your choices. Right. If you, you know, but if you're not even given a choice, like how, how can you, 
how can you begin to live? Right? True, true. And then we can take like we should take notes from like our allies, like the French when they shut down, they paid seventy five percent of wages to businesses they shut down. You know? Yeah, I saw that. That was that's insane. Yeah, like we can do that. That's crazy. Man. Yeah, I mean, if we stop spending money on stupid yeah, shit, for real, <laughs> for real, man. I don't know if you saw that, but I was I was reading like, I, regardless of your stance on you know politics, but. uh Trump was getting a lot of shit about the the bill, the last stimulus bill that he didn't get pa- that he didn't pass through that like uh, Pelosi and yeah, yeah. some of those they had they had put forward. I think it was called the Heroes Act or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so they put that forward, and uh, they're like, "Yeah, this is our stimulus bill," and you know Trump didn't approve it, right? And so Trump became the bad guy. But if you looked at that bill, like I is eighty six pages, and I read through it yeah. every single page because I had some time, uh-huh. and. Uh, there's some shit on there. It's like, what the fuck are we spending this money on? Like, why, why is, so one of them was like, there's $150 million and it was going to the Capitol campus and it was for masks, gloves, and cleaning supplies mm. for, for a single fucking building. Wow. So you're going to send, you're going to spend $150 million. Well, maybe it's bigger than a building, yeah, yeah. but it's like, it's like a block, right? Yeah. Like it's a block of buildings. You're going to spend $150 million on gloves and, and masks and cleaning supplies. Crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like where's that money actually fucking going? Yeah. Right. So it's like we spend all this money on stupid shit and then we don't have money to, to help out some of these businesses. Like there's a lot of businesses that didn't even get stimulus from the first uh, stimulus package. Right. Yeah. Like they didn't get money. I know, I know of a couple guys that didn't get any money, Damn. And, you know, cause they, they just filed too late and all that money got sucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Given given it to some of these bigger companies, and it's like big business fucked up. Yeah, yeah, big businesses that that already that didn't necessarily need the money in the first place. Yeah, shit, man. Well, shit. Let's but, let's lighten up the fucking mood, man. What what future? <laughs> what future? What can we expect from you and Blast House and whatever venture you got going on, man? Well, hopefully we're gonna we're gonna expand a little bit more. I, I like I got some some plans, like some other products that we're gonna try to release in 2021 okay hopefully things are going to go back to somewhat normal and we'll be able to actually go to some some events i think we're actually looking at uh fitcon is coming to fort worth really we're doing an event out, out there in april yeah and uh so i think we're gonna hit up that one i was thinking about the arnold but you know who knows what what's gonna happen with the arnold yeah, this real. year you know that's they they really fucked everybody last year and it's to an extent it's not that they're it's not necessarily their fault because obviously, you know, the governor of Ohio did a lot of that, yeah, but yeah. Uh, they really fucked everyone last year. And, and I don't really want to get behind that right now and then have them, you know, yep. turn around and shut down again this year or be, you know, so low capacity that's not even worth going. Right. But yeah, hopefully there's some more events going on and uh, then some other plans, you know, we're, we're going to start trying to get a, our coffee brand going to start releasing some coffee here, hopefully next year, mid, mid, midway through next year. And, uh, maybe even a bottled or canned energy drink Damn. In, the, in the, by the end of 2021. I think that's the, that is our goal. End of 2021, you know, right on, man. Shit. Following after like Christian Guzman. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> Him fucking ghost and yeah. Yeah. all them dudes. I love I love Ghost. I, oh yeah, yeah, it's good. I I love their their brand. Yeah. I don't necessarily like their products a ton. 
I like the I like the taste of their products. They they got good flavors, but yeah. um, and I'm not tr- throwing shade at them, but yeah, no I, I just don't I don't enjoy their their products as much. But I like I like their marketing and, and there there's some good guys over there. Yeah, yeah, the lifestyle yeah. brand shit. The lifestyle, you know, they they they've tapped into a market that's that's huge, yep. right? And they're they're killing it, and they they do put out some good products. I I don't particularly like them, but I like the. <laughs> Their, I like their protein. I like their their protein's good. I don't necessarily I've tried their a few of their other ones, and I don't necessarily. So, you, but that's 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 just personal personal taste, right? Like yeah, everyone's, it's like I was saying, everyone everyone's different, right? Yeah, like the like the buddy who I said launched his fucking his sub company. He launched one of his pre workouts was like a a flavored candy, and he loved it. But then, like I supported him, of course, Jim Sen, right, and then obviously I fucking. I don't like that shit. That shit is so tart tasting. It's fucking <laughs> nasty. Yeah, see, see that's funny because like uh, we were getting ready. I was working on some samples for like a like a sour gummy, right? Yeah. And I got I got the sample back, and I was like, "Oh, this tastes good." And I I gave it to a buddy of mine to try. And he's like, "It's not sour enough." I was like, "What?" He's like, "It needs to be way more sour." I was like, "But it tastes good to me." Like, <laughs> you know, it's like it's just like you can't please everybody. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But. Well, shit. That was that, that was one of the funny things about we went to FitCon this year. Like that was the only in person event we actually got to go to, uh-huh. and uh, so it was like the first time I got to have like random people just on the street just taste the stuff. Yeah, and it was like it was like ninety nine percent good, but then you'd get the guy every now and then was like, it tastes like I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> or like and I'm like, damn, that hurt my soul. But at the same time, like I appreciate it, right? Like because everyone's different. Like hell yeah. You can't. It it keeps you humble, right? Like fucking right. I don't know. Yeah. Well, shit, big this dog. This is cool though, man. I'm I'm stoked that you got the podcast going, man. Yeah, like, man. I appreciate it. How do you like it so far? Well, it's so much fun, man. It's so much yeah. fun, and it's just like, uh, my my homie was my first guest. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. you're my second. So just like actually asking people and if they would do it, it's kind of like. Oh, I want to take this risk. Like asking you, I was like nervous asking you. I was like, ah, oh, this no, fool ain't gonna do it, man. This fool is fucking insta famous and shit, man. <laughs> I want to get out of here with that. No, man, I'm happy to do it. It's it's, it's fun because like, it's it's that's what I tell people. It's like, it, even if it's not like we have like I have my own podcast, right? Yeah. Like we haven't we haven't uh, I haven't done it in a while yeah. just because I've been so bu- so busy, but it. it it got to the point where it was like, I don't even care if this is like, I don't even care if somebody's listening to this, honestly, yeah. because I'm enjoying just sitting here talking, talking to random people. Like it's fun. It is like, it's, it's, I don't know. It's a good, it's a good medium. It's, I like it way more than like Instagram or Facebook, yep, same. Or, you know, because you don't get the nuance on like a Facebook post, right? Like you don't get the, you can only squeeze so much into like a paragraph. Right. Right or a tweet like a, a like a little hundred and forty whatever however long a tweet is nowadays. Yeah, I don't even know. You only yeah you only get so much nuance in there. So it's like this is you actually get to expand on it. Oh yeah, and you get you feel like like you get to know that person. Like it's a lot more personal. You know their views, 100%. their points, you know, their opinions. So yeah, I enjoy it, man. Yeah. When you guys That's gonna good, do man. the new uh, not for the weeks, man? Yeah, I've I've been I've been slacking off on that a lot. It's it's kind of the same thing though, like right, like I got I'm asking people to jump on, it and it's like nowadays everyone has a podcast, right? Yeah. Like, so it's like 
it's like man i don't want to do another podcast (laughs) (laughs) but i'll I'll get it going eventually you know it's hey man that shit's entertaining i used to listen on the way to work and when you would say some shit i was i would react to whatever you're saying i'm like james it's this like you would say something like (laughs) it's this (laughs) you feel like you're part of the conversation like god i find myself doing that sometimes too when i'm listening to some podcast i'm like man like i'm screaming at the thing like they're like trying to think of what the name of something is i'm like it's this you know (laughs) (laughs) fuck yeah man that's awesome dude yeah i I appreciate you dad Uh, yeah i appreciate you man this this was fun uh i feel like i talked way too much though like i feel like no no that was the whole point like Like you're you're successful a a successful entrepreneur i know a lot of people who are like aspiring to be entrepreneurs and and would like advice from somebody who's been successful so that was the whole point of having you on so you can spread that knowledge that you have and help them out you know what i mean right on well i hope it i hope it helps somebody then oh i will man it will any shout outs you want to give out me nah man just you know if you're if you're into you want to follow this journey a little bit more you know it's just james mooney gc on all on literally all platforms just Uh, type that in and uh, Blast, Blast House, House. Industries. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's just Blast House IND on all social media. I got to order that orange sherbet one because I, I forgot who posted it. You reposted her post. She mixed it with Sunny Delight. And I was like, holy shit, I never even yeah. thought of that. Yeah, that's a, that's a game changer. Uh, we actually, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. I'll let you know before I post it, but we're actually going to do a restock of that real soon. Like in the next couple days, I'll let you know. Oh, hell yeah, my man. <laughs> my man. <laughs> But, well, my man, yeah. I've had you on here fucking damn near an hour or some change, man. I'll let you get back to your busy life, brother. I appreciate it, man. Uh, when does – when does or wh- where can people listen to this? Or I guess we'll, we'll log off first. <laughs> no, no, they can listen to it everywhere. Apple Podcasts, yeah. Spotify, um, Google right Podcasts, cool. Amazon yeah. Music, everywhere, man. Well, when you, when you, when you drop it, you let me know, and I'll, I'll blast it out there. Yes, sir. I appreciate you, man. For sure. Hey, man, good luck to you and – and blast house and every venture you have and you already know i'm following you bro so i appreciate it man yeah, we, we got to link up one of these days when i make it out to texas yes sir for sure get a little lift in or something hey man i, I don't know if i want to lift with you bro yes to be <laughs> to be honest then we'll, we'll, we'll get some food then okay yeah we'll that's cool food and a beer yeah yeah that's cool <laughs> all right bro. All right, all right man thank you again There you have it, folks. Episode number five in the books, man. That was my one-on-one with Blast House Industries CEO, founder, James Mooney. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. James gave a shit ton of advice in regards to starting your own brand, um, the supplement industry, just a bunch of stuff, man. So I hope you guys really enjoyed the information that was put out because it was some vital-ass information for your everyday life, man. Yeah, that. Also, you can hear this podcast. You can listen to it on. Uh, it's on. It's available on every platform. So, if you've listened to it, please make sure you spread it and you tell your peoples to listen to it too, man. On all platforms: Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon. We're everywhere, man. Yeah, that. So, if you enjoyed the episode, please make sure you like it, rate it, comment subscribe all that stuff so i can get the feedback on types of episodes you'd like and you guys enjoy man so please make sure you do the aforementioned things please make sure you spread it you know what i'm saying let's get the word out yeah that
make sure you follow me at west coast underscore rob on ig twitter also make sure you follow james mooney at james mooney gc on all major platforms and also blast house industries at blast house ind on all major platforms man but that was episode five man like i said i hope you guys enjoyed it if you did please let me know and stay tuned for future episodes man yeah that for those of you here in america man we got a holiday coming up please have a safe a safe safe holiday and enjoy it man excuse me you know times have been hard this year so it's, it's coming down to the holiday times holiday periods for us where we are uh are going to spend them with family if we can and if you can't man you know what i'm saying do it virtually do something man but just don't be cooped up in the crib by yourself don't don't be down man there's no reason to be down and lonely during the holiday season man there's always somebody there for you all you gotta do is reach out man so with that being said man it's the homie west coast rob signing off episode number five thank you guys for listening and until the next episode get it